welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Do It For Him. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will encourage us to press on in our lives for the Lord. We will be going through practical and specific areas where we can not only grow, but strengthen our zeal and our passion to live our lives for God. We live in a time where God needs men and women of not only action, but of pure motives to bring Him glory. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Here's another one. Give our tithes. You know, we talk about our stewardship of time, our stewardship of talent, our stewardship of treasures. You say, preacher, are you talking about that long green stuff with the short future? Yeah, I am. You say, well, I just don't think preachers should, should preach on that. Neither did the Pharisees, the Bible says, who were covetous. And by the way, if I don't do that, I'm not doing my job. Because if we're not givers, we're cutting our whole stewardship down at the knees. Because Jesus said of that very subject, who will entrust to you the true riches if you're not faithful in the unrighteous mammon? Someone once said you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. Jesus said where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You say, well, preacher, I, I, you know, I just find it hard to give to the work of God. All right? Do it for him. Do it for him. We've all got an excuse for not doing it, okay? You know, my vehicle could use an upgrade, right? Uh, boy, we could go on a nice vacation if we just didn't tithe. Do it for him. Amen? For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Here's another one. Witness to others. Witness to others. Tell others about Jesus Christ. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, my wife was on the internet the other day. We were looking at some things, and we ran into a guy that back when we were in Bible school, when we were in Bible school, we had what I called my wife's pizza ministry. There were no pizza places in Pensacola, Florida, and I like pizza. So she knew how to make pizza, and we would, we would meet young men at the mall or somewhere else, and I'd witness to them, and then if there was some interest, I would invite them to come over to the house, and my wife would feed them pizza, and I would talk Bible with them. We ended up leading three of these guys to Christ. All three of them went to Bible school. All three of them graduated. All three of them ended up in the ministry. Amen. We were looking at the Facebook page of one guy the other day, who is still, it didn't look like he was still in the ministry, but he is still identifying himself as a Christian. It was all over his Facebook page. I thought, what a blessing. What a blessing. By the way, he was the one, he was the one that when we would have him over, I finally had to say to my wife, honey, when he's done eating all the pizzas you've made, quit emptying the refrigerator. Because this guy would eat everything. He'd go through your refrigerator and he'd start in on your freezer and all your cabinets. 
But what a blessing to see decades later, decades later, that he still identifies himself with his Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Folks, it's worth it telling others about Jesus Christ. You know why they call those little pieces of paper you carry around in your pocket or in your purse? Do you know why they call them tracks? Because when you give them to somebody, they track them around. And that message, that message could mean the difference between them going to heaven and going to hell. How about just inviting somebody to church, especially when we have a Salvation Sunday? You know, uh, God has really dealt with me, and I've talked to you about this before, so I won't go into the details again, but I think Christians in our zeal to fight the culture wars have sometimes forgotten that there are people involved, and we are still called to witness to every creature, not just the ones that we prefer. By the way, what does a good prospect for salvation look like? Can anybody tell me? Are they male or are they female? Are they tall or are they short? Do they wear glasses or not? Are they educated or uneducated? And, and by the way, are there people involved in certain sins that can't be saved? I spend a lot of time in airports. I travel quite a bit. And I run into a lot of gays. I run into a lot of homosexuals. And God dealt with my heart about that. You know, the church at Corinth had converted homosexuals in it. He talked about the effeminate. He talked about abusers of themselves with mankind. And then Paul said, and such were some of ye. Folks, God can save these people. God can save. Now, look, I'm all for standing against homosexual marriage. I'm all for preaching against it that it's a sin. But if it is a sin, and it is, then Christ died to save sinners. Then we should witness to them. And you know what I found? Let me tell you what I found. They accept, they accept tracts at the same rate that heterosexuals do. They reject tracts at the same rate that heterosexuals do. And, and I find they have an interest in the things of God or a lack thereof at the same rate that heterosexuals do. In other words, they can be one to Christ. And you say, what, what, could possibly, what could possibly turn the tide on all of this? Hey, you don't have to win 10,000 of them to Christ. Just win their proverbial Saul of Tarsus, and he'll do the rest. Aren't you glad somebody thought you were worth it? Aren't you glad that someone did not look at you and say, I, I don't think there would, don't, don't witness to him. It's not even worth it. It's not even worth it. And by the way, I try to make it a point. When I get that thought about somebody, when I see an opportunity to give somebody a track, and I get that thought, I, I, I try to think to myself now, okay, I'm getting that thought. That's a fiery dart of the wicked because he might be ready to get saved. I told you about that guy years ago. This might be an old story to you, some of you, but some of you are new. This would be a new story. Years ago, I remember I was, I was going to a, a, a hardware store or something, and I was getting ready to walk in, and a guy, a guy got off the back of a, a child. We called them hogs in those days, chopped out Harley. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't the insurance guy strapping a do-rag on his head on Saturday. I mean, this, is, this, was, you know, this was a Monday through, Monday through Monday guy. 
And he was a big, burly guy with wild-looking hair, big beard, leather this, leather that all over the place, chains and studs and sleeves ripped off. And, you know, he had a, a, a Kaiser Wilhelm World War I a German helmet with the spikes sticking out. The back of the helmet said, helmet laws suck. You, you get the kind of guy I'm talking about? It was down in Florida, and they had just instituted helmet laws, and not all those guys are real happy about, happy about it. And on his big forearm, it said, tattooed in it, it said, evil, wicked, mean, and nasty. Great prospect. And I remember just shaking my head and thinking, wow. And as I went to walk into the door, it was like the Lord said, give him a track. I thought, Lord, you want me to give a track to evil, wicked, mean, and nasty? So I thought, well, I, I, I just didn't think this was going to go anywhere. And at the safety of about 20 feet where I could still run, He's getting off his bike, and I said, hey, evil, wicked, mean, and nasty. And he looked at me. He goes, yeah, what do you want? I said, you know where evil, wicked, mean, and nasty people go? He goes, yeah, they go to hell. We're halfway there. <laughs> huh? I, I, I'm a, how many of you have witnessed a Mr., you know, clean-looking, upright citizen, and you could never get that far with him? Long story short, I talked to him for about 10 minutes. He took a couple tracks. At least he knows he's going to hell. What does a good prospect look like? Hey, I, you know, everybody's different. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad somebody thought I was worth it. I'm glad somebody gave me the gospel. I'm glad somebody prayed for me. I'm glad somebody kept inviting me to church. I'm glad somebody kept bearing with me when I kept resisting the truth. Aren't you? You say, well, preacher, I, I just find it hard to do. Do it for him. You say, well, I, I just, I, I'm afraid to do it. Do it for him. You say, well, I've just gotten kind of discouraged. I just don't see any real results. Do it for him. Oh, and by the way, if you do it for him, you won't worry about the results. You'll just enjoy doing it. How about this one? Be loyal. Be loyal. Be loyal for him. Be loyal to him. How about loyalty to your spouse? Men, how about loyalty to your wife? Ladies, how about loyalty to your husband? The Bible says in the Minor Prophets, the Lord describing the Jews of that day, he said they neigh after each other like fed horses. The adultery had become so rampant, it was like a bunch of barnyard animals mating. Folks, we've reached that place in America. How about if we stand out for Jesus Christ with our loyalty to our spouse? And by the way, loyalty to your spouse is loyalty to your kids and your grandkids and the rest of your family and your church and God's people and God and His Word. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Do It For Him, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has revealed the practical ways in which we can live our lives for God. It is important that the Christians of America be Bible-reading Christians with active prayer lives. It is also imperative to give our time, our talents, and our treasures over to the Lord for His use and for His glory. One of the single greatest things we can invest our time, our talents, and our treasures in is in our witnessing efforts in telling others about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. 
The preacher has also encouraged us to step forward with our greatest efforts when we're tired and discouraged. It is at these times where we should remind ourselves to do it for Him. Jesus Christ paid a heavy cost and gave His life for us. All He asks in return is that we live for Him. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tbbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.